I don't wanna be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free, so you could hear the truth. Yeah, no. Well, hello and welcome back to the Truth For Youth podcast. Well, Merry Christmas. We are just hours away from Christmas. It's hard to believe. Now, obviously, it depends on when you're listening to this. Some of you may be listening after Christmas. Well, hope you had a Merry Christmas. So today, I want to read the Christmas story to you. Since we're so close to Christmas, I think it's only right that we go through the Christmas story. Perhaps this may be the only time you get to hear it this holiday season. Hopefully you get to read it on your own. But just in case, let's look at it. In, I'm going to read from Luke chapter 2. I'm going to read 1 through 20, and this is coming from the Living Bible translation. About the time Caesar Augustus, the Roman Empire decreed that a census should be taken throughout the nation. Everyone was required to return to his ancestral home for this registration. And because Joseph was a member of the royal line, he had to go back to Bethlehem in Judea, King David's ancient home. Journeying there from the Galilean village of Nazareth, it he took with him Mary, his fiancée, who was obviously pregnant by this time. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. And she gave birth to her first child, a son. She wrapped him in a blanket, laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the village inn. That night, some shepherds were in the fields outside the village, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel appeared among them, and the landscape shone bright with the glory of the Lord. And they were badly frightened. But the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you the most joyful news ever announced, and it was for everyone. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born tonight in Bethlehem. How you recognize him? Well, you will find a baby wrapped in a blanket lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven praising God. Glory to God in the highest heaven, they sang, and peace on earth for all those pleasing him. When this great army of angels had returned again to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Come on, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this wonderful thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And they ran to the village and they found their way to Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby lying in a manger. And the shepherds told everyone that what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story expressed astonishment. But Mary quietly treasured these things in her heart and often thought about them. Then the shepherds went back again to their fields and their flocks, praising God for their visit of the angels. And because they had seen the child, just as the angel had told them. Great story, right? The birth of Jesus, the Messiah, the Savior, what has been prophesied for hundreds of years prior was finally happening. And I think it's pretty neat how God uses a humble shepherd or several shepherds. Now, this is what we know about shepherds, okay? 
they were not the premier uh, influencers of the day, okay? These were not the guys that were held in high esteem. They were not the, the people that everyone strived to be like. They were the lowly. Uh, sometimes they were the outcast. It was a job that not many wanted. I'm not sure if any of them really wanted it uh, because they were seen as dirty and unclean and smelly and nasty. It was a very physically hard, demanding job. Uh, look, a lot of times they were tending sheep when at night was one of the most important times because they had predators for the sheep that would attack at night. Um, and they had thieves that would come and try to steal sheep. So at night is when a lot of their work would probably have to get done. So it's kind of like the graveyard shift, right? And, and not too many people want the graveyard shift. Some of you may be night owls and you like that, but um, the majority of us, including myself, would not want the all night job. Um, very difficult, again. So it's not a job that, that a lot of people wanted. And to think that God used these humble shepherds to bless because they get to go see the baby Jesus and be a part of this, and then to use them in the story, right? Like they get to be a part of sharing the good news with everyone. I think that's so awesome. Like God is showing that he came for everyone, right? Like Jesus is for everyone. He's not for the elites. Well, I mean, he can be for the elites, but he's not just for the elites, right? He's not just for people with money and wealth and fame and popularity. He came for those people, but he also came for the lowly, for the weak, for the nobodies. Why? Because we've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. And it's only through Jesus that we can be saved, right? We're all, child, we're all children of God. We've all fallen short. You know, it, it says that the reason Jesus was coming was for peace, to bring peace, right? Because we don't have peace, because we're in a broken relationship with our Creator, with God, because of sin. And the only way that it can be accomplished is for there to be a bridge, right? There to be uh, a forgiveness of that sin so that we can be in the right relationship. And that's where Jesus comes into play. And it says he came for all. And he shows that by coming in a humble way, right? Being born in a, in a barn or in a cave, whatever you want to look at it. It wasn't like this nice place. You know, animals around, maybe a barn in a manger. He's showing that he's coming in a humble way and he lives a humble life. And honestly, not many people knew who Jesus was. They didn't realize he was the Savior, the Messiah, until later in his life when he's performing miracles. Right? Why? Because he was a humble, ordinary guy to some extent, right, from appearance. But he really was fully God. He was the Savior. He was the Messiah. But he's showing, he's demonstrating, like giving us an example to live by. He's saying, look, live this humble life. I've come for, the, for everybody, no matter what your status is, no matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter. What matters is your heart. Are you willing to accept Christ? Because he is the Savior. He is the Messiah. It's up to us to choose. And I love the way the shepherds respond. Well, first, they're scared to death, right? I mean, I guess that's pretty scary having angels of, uh, of God to, to appear to you and give you a message. Pretty frightening experience. But what did they do? It says they immediately, they immediately went 
to go find baby Jesus. And look, they, they dropped everything they had going, right? They're tending to sheep. I, I guess they just leave the sheep to fend for themselves, man. It doesn't say they, they gathered them up, put them in a pen, and, you know, got a substitute shepherd to fill in. No, man, they just, they go. Why? Because they had faith. They had faith that this was, this was the Messiah. And so they go and they find Jesus. So then they actually get to see Jesus. They get to actually experience Jesus. And then their lives were changed forever. You know, they don't just go back to the fields and just tend sheep as if nothing ever happened. And look, again, these are not your social influencers today, okay? These are not your Instagram followers or your TikToks that have millions of followers and views and subscribers, right? That listen, you know, that, that people listen to everything that they say and do and then they follow. No. I mean, these are the guys that probably didn't have Instagram accounts. I mean, obviously they didn't being back then. But if it were today's time, they would have very few followers. People wouldn't really care what they're doing and saying. But yet God uses them to share the story. So then they go and they share their story. They go and they tell everyone, everyone that they encounter about this Jesus. That's pretty neat. I mean, obviously Jesus could have come and God could have appeared to all the, the, the biggest kings in the world, the biggest uh, battle warriors out there and gotten them to come and see Jesus and proclaim. But that's not what he chose. He chose the regular, the normal. And the shepherds obeyed. They were obedient. So that's why I say we too should be like the shepherds. We humble ourselves before God. They heard God's call. They immediately, they didn't hesitate. Look, I'm guilty a lot of times of hesitating when I know God's call or God's will to do something. They didn't hesitate. They acted immediately on their faith. With faith, they went to find Jesus. And they found Jesus. They got to experience that. What an what a awesome opportunity that would have been. And then they go back to their jobs, and they tell everyone about that encounter. Now that they're... they're their lives have been changed forever. They now have a greater purpose in life. Think about this. Before this calling from God, they're just shepherds doing the same thing basically day in, day out, probably not having a great purpose in life, a great you know, mission to accomplish other than protecting sheep. But now, now they have fulfillment. Now they have purpose. You know, I was meeting with a group of guys, uh, college guys, and we were talking about purpose in life and fulfillment and, and what careers, you know, that these young men may be pursuing or currently pursuing, and is that what the call is from God or not? And we were talking about this ultimate purpose, right? We have this greater purpose in life, no matter what your career is, is to know God, right, to know Jesus, to have that relationship, and then to tell others about Jesus, now, obviously, there's different careers. God gives us different talents and abilities, just like he'd given these shepherds different talents and abilities. But yet, the greater purpose, the greater mission in life is still the same, to know God and to make God known. And that's what the shepherds did, right? They, they knew God. They got to be a 
part of it. They got to see Jesus, have that relationship, and then they immediately told everyone. Now, they were still shepherds. Again, maybe not the, the career that we're all shooting for, right? I'm sure you have higher standards probably than being a shepherd, but they were using that as just a platform to share Jesus with others. That's what we need to be doing. So whatever career it is that you end up pursuing, whatever job or, or business that you start or whatever you wind up doing with your life, be like the shepherd. Your life changed because of Jesus, and then you are going and sharing Jesus with everyone, with everyone you encounter. Look, we're, like I said before, man, if you haven't, if you're listening to this before Christmas, Think about Christmas as the coming of Jesus, as the birth of the Savior, of the Messiah. That's our focus. That's the greatest gift ever. And now how can you go and share that with everyone? That's what the shepherds did. And and even if you listen to this six months after Christmas, right? It's no longer the Christmas season. Our mission is still the same. We're sharing the birth of Jesus, the Savior, the Messiah, with people that we encounter. And I'm not saying stand on a corner and yell at everybody. You have relationships. You're constantly building new relationships with people. You're going to encounter new people. Look for those opportunities to share your faith with others. And again, if you're listening to podcasts and you've never, ever had that relationship with Jesus, that's the greatest gift that you could ever get this Christmas season. It's truly accept Jesus for who he is. Whether you accept him or not, he is the Messiah. He is the Savior. Okay, it's just you choosing to kneel to that, to obey to that, to to submit to that authority. But it's the greatest gift because it lasts for eternity. So I'm praying that's what you choose. That's the gift that you get this Christmas. Guys, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. I hope you get the presents that you're wanting. I hope you get to have family, Uh, times and memories and friends and all that great experience this this Christmas. For those that are traveling, pray you have safe travels. And uh, we will talk to you in the next podcast, which will come right before New Year's. So guys, thanks again for listening. And again, you could do me a huge favor. Here's your Christmas present to me. Leave me a review, right? Give me a review on iTunes and share the podcast with others. That would be an awesome Christmas present to me. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas. We'll see you in the next podcast. Bye-bye. I don't want to be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth. Yeah, I know that we are.